if Elon Musk has Twitter show how woke they've been in censoring people, will that put pressure on Facebook and YouTube to show how woke they've been censoring people? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Elon Musk has bought Twitter. The deal's not done, but all the sides have agreed. Like, the board of directors at Twitter was trying to fight him off. Um, well, either, you know, they're trying to fight him off, or maybe they were just trying to get a better deal, or whatever. But, basically, he's like, I'll give you $44 billion. And they're like, we don't believe you. That was the start of it. And then he he got together with a J.P. Morgan and put together a $44 billion package. Some of it is just straight-up loans from J.P. Morgan. Some of it is loans versus his stock in Tesla. And somehow he said about the other half, that's, that's about a quarter and a quarter, and then the other half is like, I'm going to come up with the cash myself. And so it's not entirely clear how it's going to go, but any Tesla stock that he sells, half of it goes away in taxes, like instantly. And so that's why he tries to borrow it. If he borrows it, and he's like, I'll give you money from Tesla stock, you know, at some later date, then there's no taxes paid. Basically, every dollar he, dollar he borrows is twice as good as a dollar that he gets from selling his Tesla shares because half of that money goes up in taxes. But that's the financing and, then like, the things he's said. He hasn't said too much crazy stuff. He says he wants to get rid of bots. He wants to uh, support free speech. I mean, what everyone wants to know is, is he going to let Trump back on? And Trump said he's not coming back. Trump's taking his ball home and not playing. But that's kind of based on Trump started his own version of Twitter called Truth Social. And I, I think it's just a flop. So so we'll just see what happens there. Uh, one more thing about the finances. So a lot of people think that Tesla stock is overvalued. And Elon Musk has actually said that himself prior previously. So, you know, if if every $2 of Tesla stock is really only worth a dollar, then, you know, now would be a good time. Sell those $2, give one of them to the government, and you get the dollar that it was worth. Basically, diversify. I mean, Elon is the richest man on the planet, not counting, like, dictators and whatnot, and so he needs to diversify. I kind of think of it like drug dealers. Like, I knew an acquaintance of a friend, you know, whatever. We'll just say a friend of a friend of a friend. However many friends you got to put in there, so it ain't my friend. Don't come looking at me. But anyways, this guy, young guy, he he made millions of dollars growing and selling marijuana. And then probably about, I don't know, five to seven years ago, he got busted by the cops and whatever. They came, they took his whole operation away. It was like a giant farm or whatever. And one of the things they took away from him was like $3 million in cash. And, I th- and then they threw him in prison. And I think that was, uh, whatever, that was all his money. He didn't diversify. Like, you know, if you're a drug dealer, I think every million dollars you make, you should probably take a quarter million of it, you know, put it in cash, put it in uh, trash bags, you know, put it in seven trash bags so water doesn't get to it. And go bury it somewhere and don't tell a single soul. And that way, when you get out of prison, you got a little something to show for it. You know, and if you make millions and millions and you do that every time, hell, you'll get out, you'll be rich. Now, of course, everyone's stupid, right? The first thing they're going to do is they're going to tell their girlfriend. You know, she's going to visit the guy one time in prison. He's going to tell her she's going to go dig it all up and go find a guy with a 
good body and an attractive face and never talk to him again. Do not tell women about your quarter million dollars buried in seven trash bags, people. I'm telling you. But in any case, for Elon Musk, you know, it's if Tesla goes poof in a puff of smoke, well, he'll own Twitter. You know, it's like, I think once you get to $100 billion, you should probably start having, you know, if something goes terribly wrong with most of your stuff, you want to have a few billion left. I mean, I don't know. I think once you're a billionaire, you don't ever want to go back. And Twitter is the cheapest of the social media things. It's cheaper than Snapchat. I mean, I looked up the top 20 or whatever, and Twitter is like number 17. And... I don't know, 12 of the top 20 are a bunch of, like, Chinese and Russian and who knows what sites that I never even heard of. But the American ones that are above it is, you know, Facebook, but they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, so that's kind of all one thing. And Snapchat is their own thing, and they're bigger than Twitter. And just for a sense of scale, Facebook is 2 billion users, daily users, I guess, and or monthly, and Twitter is 200 million. So Facebook is 10 times as big. So anyways, long story short, if you want to grab one, if you're Elon Musk, basically Elon Musk cannot afford to buy Facebook, which includes Instagram and WhatsApp, but Twitter was right there for the taking. Maybe he could have bought Snapchat. I mean, I don't know anything about Snapchat, except that's what young people like to do. And then when you're doing one of those flash robberies where you get 30 people to go rob a Nordstrom, you use Snapchat. And then the thing about Twitter is Elon Musk uses that himself. He freaking loves it. I think, you know, after after Trump, Trump got the boot, maybe the number one Twitter person became Elon Musk. And kind of for similar reasons, right? They both say crazy stuff. Powerful men saying crazy stuff. People love it. Or they hate it. Maybe they, you know, they love it or they love to criticize it or whatever. But, it, you know, it doesn't get ignored. So what's going to change? Um, I mean, I think there's kind of like two ways it could go, at least for now, which is... You know, maybe you don't change. Maybe he doesn't change anything too crazy for a while, or maybe he's been thinking about this for a long time. Like every time he's been tweeting for the last three years, he's like, "Man, I wish I could change this. I wish I could change that." And he's going to go in there and just change everything all at once. Now, if I was him, I would just leave it as it is for a while because I'm cautious. But that's not Elon Musk. Like uh, I follow him because of his space exploration stuff, and he's the first guy who's come up with this theory on building rockets like you know why, why are his rockets so good the reason why is because he's willing to blow them up like the the old way of doing rockets was you get a whole bunch of engineers together you spend billions of dollars you spend you know you, you, you do a period of 10 years and you just think of every possible thing that could go wrong and then you got your rocket and then elon musk came in with this idea is like uh just slapdash throw a rocket together and shoot it off and whatever thing makes it blow up, we're going to fix that on the next version. And I can't remember. He said something like, like in the last three explosions that he had, um, he was like, you know, he had all his engineers write down lists of what they think was the most likely thing to cause the thing to explode. And then the three explosions in a row were all something that were not on the list. Like the things that they thought would make it explode, those were fine. And there was this other crap that you never even thought of. So it's just a fast way to figure out the problem. So if he deals with Twitter, the way he deals with rockets, uh, could be some big changes. And the thing to note about Twitter, like, so Facebook has 10 times as many people, but the elite, the old elite, especially the woke elite, they're on Twitter. So, you know, I don't know. How much, how much more is a New York Times writer worth than your grandma? 
I don't know, but I think they are worth more. It's better to, it's better to have a social media thing with a bunch of New York Times writers on it than a bunch of grandmas. And so we'll see. If Elon pisses people off, will they leave? I mean, you know, it's hard to go. Are they, they going to go, you know, the New York Times writers are not going to go to Truth Social with Trump. So where are they going to go? But we'll just see how that stuff goes. Will the elites stay? Will he get some control over the elites? And also, he has, like, ties with China. Tesla has a factory in China, and he has ties with China, so he's going to be like, free speech for all, except for when it comes to China. We'll see. As a runner of an anti-woke podcast, um, what I would like to see is an expose on exactly what Twitter's been banning and, you know, pushing towards the top and suppressing to the bottom over the past, whatever, over the past decade. And actually, so I'm not a huge Twitter guy. I guess Twitter used to be really fun. Like 10 years ago or something, it used to be really fun. And then Trump came in and COVID came in. And people were like, okay, we can't let, we can't let people just say what they want. Just, just, people said what they wanted and we got Trump as president. And then people said what they wanted and we got COVID or whatever. So apparently it used to be better than it is now. I don't know. But so, okay, well, let me put some of my opinions in here. Uh, like, should Trump be unbanned? Uh, there's two ways of looking at it. Free speech-wise, hell yeah, he should be unbanned. He did not directly call for violence in January 6th or anything else. So, you know, free speech-wise, unless you do a direct call for violence, like, hey, Bob, grab your gun, we're going to go kill Susan, you can say whatever the hell you want. On the other hand, I don't really want... Trump to be on there because it just it drives the country crazy. It's not Trump's fault. It's not Trump's fault, but boy, it just drives the country crazy when when Trump is out there tweeting on the toilet. And I don't enjoy all the woke people getting woker and woker and trying to whatever. So basically, if you don't want people to get crazy woke, then you want Trump to remain silent. It's letting people calm down. So I, I would enjoy that. So the other thing I would like to have is like, I would like to have a very transparent thing, like maybe have it be a number from one to a hundred and they'll tell you like how much they're suppressing your speech. Like they are, but how much are they? And so I don't know, some Republican goes out and says some sort of Republican something, something. And, you know, right next to the tweet, there'll be a little thing like, oh, this is being suppressed to the tune of 87, 87 suppression points. And then some Democrat goes out there and, you know, does a tweet about some sort of Democrat something something. And they're like, oh, you're being suppressed to the tune of zero. And then just everyone can know exactly what's going on. And they can know, you know, basically it'll, it'll let you know what the, nar- the narrative, basically. I would like to have the narrative exposed. And I think if you put numbers of suppression points or whatever you call it to tweets, that would kind of expose the narrative. And then people who, you know, woke people who believe a bunch of horse shit can go, huh, you know what, maybe I need to reevaluate a little bit of this stuff. Maybe we shouldn't put so-called trans women in women's prison where they rape the hell out of the women. Oh, but that's my next podcast. And another thing to mention is that Twitter doesn't have its own computers, its own servers. Twitter pays Amazon to run all the cloud computing stuff for it. So, I mean, you know, we'll see if this happens. But basically, Amazon could shut down Twitter anytime it wants. And if you remember, right when Trump got um, kicked off of Twitter, there was this alternative to Twitter called Parler. And, like, you know, it can't compete with Twitter. It doesn't have that many people on it. 
But like when Trump got kicked off of Twitter, people were like, oh my God, this is it. If Trump goes to Parler, this is going to be the thing that makes Parler blow up and become huge, like to the point where maybe it compete, can compete with Twitter. But Parler's servers are part of Amazon cloud computing. computing. And Amazon said, uh, you got too much hate speech on your website, and they shut them down. So, you know, so sometimes people get kicked off of social media, and you're like, well, just we'll just go to some other social media. And then it turns out you can cancel, you know, that's cancel culture. You can cancel a person, you can cancel entire companies. And Parler's back, but basically that was their chance. The only, if they ever had a chance, which they probably didn't, the one chance they had to grow up and be a big competitor uh, was taken away from them because Amazon owned the computers. And Amazon is Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, like, hate each other with a passion. And so that'll be something to watch. I don't think Elon's going to let Twitter just stay on Amazon servers because then his enemy has control over him. But it also means you probably probably can't go any too crazy to start. We can't like, oh yeah, we're going to let Trump back on my first day. And then Jeff Bezos is like, oh, I'm shutting your whole company down. So he's going to have to... He's going to have to play a little bit carefully until he can get his own computers going. And like, I don't know the financing on any of this stuff, but it could be like all the money that Twitter makes. Because they don't, they don't make a profit. They sell a lot of ads. They don't make a profit. It could be because all their profit is going to Amazon. So, you know, maybe he's buying the things. He's like, hey, if we just get our own computers and stop giving our money to Jeff Bezos, uh, we can start turning a profit and be rich. Oh, and a couple other facts. So, I listened to a New York Times thing on this and apparently the employees of Twitter are about half and half because old Twitter like 2010 Twitter or something was all about free speech like everyone who worked there and everyone who whatever they're all about free speech and then since you know Trump got in a bunch of the employees are all about censorship you can't believe that you, your, your ears can't handle hearing that thing let me let me take care of it for you but in any case I don't know if it's exactly 50 50 but Apparently the employees of Twitter are half super free speech people and half super woke people who want to censor everything you hear. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Elon wants to save some money and just like, you know, if the woke people quit, well, sayonara. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, just something to know. And the other thing I forgot to say about me wanting them to show, be transparent about how they're uh, shadow banning people or suppressing content is if Twitter starts showing those numbers and you can see what they've been doing, it's going to put pressure on YouTube, Facebook, etc. to show what they've been doing. Like if I was Elon Musk and I just had Twitter just, okay, here's what we've, here's how we've been shadow banning, here's how we've been suppressing, you know, anti-woke opinions. If you just did that for a while and then just it made all the, you know, made YouTube, YouTube's the channel I love. I would love to see YouTube show their numbers so you could start criticizing them. And then the other, you know, the other ones are like, you know what, I guess we're going to have to be fair. Like, you know, once you see how unfair they are, it gives you a chance of trying to make them fair. And so if you could just buy Twitter, show how unfair it was, get YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, etc. to all then go, go ahead and say, okay, here's how unfair we all been doing it, which then makes them all be fair. Hell, you could just sell Twitter and say, there we go, I improved the world. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.